Pulse 95 Live from Sharjah Heritage Days in the heart of Sharjah. Yes, you get to experience all kinds of cultures at the heart of Sharjah and you also get to hear stories because storytelling has been one of the most important ways of passing on all kinds of, well, lifetime stories. I know it sounds kind of redundant because people think, when they think of oral art or when they think of storytelling, they think of it like when we were kids and our parents would tell us a story about, for example, Um which was going to come over and then, you know, scare the life out of us if we don't listen to our parents. Or Hamar Tilgayla, have you heard of that one? I've heard about him in the ways, but Um Saf Um Saf there's Hamar Tilgayla is my favorite one because she is this woman who walks around. Al-Gayla means the noontime. Mm -hmm. So to get kids not to roam around in the noon because it's incredibly hot, mm -hmm. they will say Hamar Tilgayla, which is a woman, half woman, half donkey kind of woman. Oh, that's scary. That is scary, exactly. She's going to be coming around, roaming around, and she will get you. So it's a way of kind of telling kids, do not go outside during the noon. But at the same time, if we think about the importance of storytelling from a historical point of view, it is the way that cultures and stories are being passed down, as in what something constitutes, as in how did people live at some point. That was how it was passed down way before people started writing. I remember this from my classes back in university where they talked about... Um, the importance of how people used to tell stories from one person to another, even something as simple as how to use like an ingredient or how to make this recipe or that recipe. It was all important and it was all passed on through storytelling and orally. This is why I've got Sara Al-Ali and Fabio Lisboa from the International School of Storytelling and Oral Arts. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Shukram. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, greetings to all the precious audience listening to us today. We're representing the International School of Storytelling. My name is Sara Al-Ali. I'm the coordinator of international relations in the institution. And I'm pleased to introduce you to someone in this station, a very talented storyteller from Brazil, Mr. Fabio. <laughs> yes, Fabio has got his stuff out mm -hmm. on the table, which is very, it's exciting us. Yeah. <laughs> but before we get to Fabio and his passion about storytelling, we would love to know more about the School of Storytelling and the Oral Arts the Institution. What is its purpose and how do you actively promote the concept of storytelling across Sharjah and beyond that? Definitely. So the International School of Storytelling is newly founded by the Sharjah Institute for Heritage. It is the first official international school formed and supported by a governmental entity. The school aims to teach then pass on to the next generations the importance of oral art and storytelling. Mm -hmm. It ensures to qualify professional storytellers and speakers of folk literature and um, for all ages. Mm -hmm. So the International School of Storytelling has a few approaches to its teaching technique mm -hmm. that include theor theoretically and practically. We focus on the cultural heritage and how to merge storytelling and heritage together. In Sharjah Heritage Days, we're following these approaches to make a connection between the children and storytelling. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I noticed that you said children, but yeah. does it also involve adults? Yeah, for all ages. For Definitely. all ages. So you yeah. guys have been trying to approach all people of all ages. Of course. Yeah. Trying to get them to fall in love with storytelling. Can you tell us yeah. more about the activities? 
Uh, we're making a lot of activities in our department, such as workshops, storytelling performances on stage, and introductions of international folk literature. Interesting. Interesting. For example, on Thursday, we had a session on the introduction of the Japanese street theater called the Kamashibai. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kamashibai. In English, we call it the art of picture telling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Children were taught and then invited on stage to recreate the story they have observed. Wow. That's interesting. You, that piqued your interest. Mm -hmm. Kamishibai. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I she speaks I, French. I, I was going to say French. No, Japanese. I speak Japanese. <laughs> Alia speaks Japanese, yes. I love anime, by the way. <laughs> me too. That actually, that was the trigger for me we to learn Japanese. We should have a conversation later. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. we should have an anime conversation in the corner <laughs> when we're done. I, I'd honestly, would love to turn she'll this join. into... She'll join. She'll join. I'd love join. to talk about anime right now, but... It's <laughs> 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 more important at the moment more important yeah. at the moment. So, Sara, what else can you tell us about the Institute and what um, you guys have been doing? So, we aim to boost the children's confidence and for them to share their ideas and express their thoughts. Mm -hmm. To therefore write their stories and grow into speakers and narrators through the School of Storytelling. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, you guys have been quite active. I've been doing a lot, basically. Yeah, it's interesting. You have to visit us, please. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We'd love them. And that is one of the many things that are happening right now in Sharjah Heritage Days. I think that the countries and cultures aside, I believe that there are also beautiful aspects of various cultures that are being um, discovered and yeah. uh, basically going in depth into them, but through the various institutions that are here at the Sharjah Heritage Days. Let's switch a little bit to Fabio, who is uh, passionate about storytelling, we believe, because you are considered a storyteller. Yes, I am. Maybe that's why I fell in love with uh, that country of yours, <laughs> because you are, have a lot of stories. And I've been here for the forums narrator for some times, five times. Uh, but now it's a totally different thing, because there are so many cultures and dances, mm -hmm. and I visit uh, the hungry and mm -hmm. i saw the shoemaker and he takes like 40 hours to make a shoe it's wow, amazing yeah, wow. yeah it's like weeks to make a shoe but to uh, build a story humanity has been doing like f for ages for thousands of years mm -hmm. and they come to us so they still have an important message or important messages mm -hmm. to to tell from all of us um in one of those um when I entered the International School of Storytelling, it was a pleasure because I literally entered a book. Mm -hmm. I had always entered my whole life metaphorically, <laughs> but now <laughs> you, you, you guys are all invited to, to come to the Heritage this because the entrance is itself a book. Have you been there? Don't tell me you haven't, okay? No, I haven't, not oh. yet. Well, we no. definitely okay. have to make I've, a pass. I have, I have a confession. I've been mostly going to the baker's area, <laughs> mostly. We adore food. We, we have, we're big fans of food, but we have been discovering new things because we had, for example, a Spanish textile uh, maker, and that's how I noticed, oh, there's somebody selling and talking about textiles here. So we're basically exploring this alongside As the audience. As we do the interviews. Really, so we'd love to know about, one, how did you get into yeah. storytelling in the first place? Yeah, uh, I'll tell you, but first I have to tell you that they serve those typical, how do you call the the, the sweet? The gamut? The, yeah. the round they balls, the round balls. Yeah, the round balls. <laughs> yeah, the oh, they're lovely. And mm. they serve there, and the kids get crazy. Oh, <laughs> and I always stop the story for them to get some because I can't compete with no, that. No. I love dates. <laughs> yes. That's one of my, my favorite treats. 
and um, uh, in the middle of the story they stop and then they concentrate because it's amazing i've been st telling stories like a lot in many mm -hmm. uh, parts of brazil and also in canada in us and uh, kids here they concentrate a lot uh, it's amazing they they, they start like getting entranced, you know, mm -hmm. and then they're all participate. They're a little bit shy, a little bit shyer than Brazilians. They go like crazy, <laughs> but then they start quieter. But then they go, they start little by little getting crazy about stories. That's that's fantastic. That's fantastic. That's the way I started because I was jumping in my bed, <laughs> and it's uh, like. Um, a uh, very a lot of fun when you are uh, about to sleep and you don't want to go to sleep and then your mom says okay let's listen to a story story a bedtime story, story. Time, bedtime <laughs> story and then we would go there and then we would listen we would not only uh, sleep but we would dream about the story mm -hmm. and if we were afraid of the dark stories also helped us my mom was a nutritionist she gave us healthy food, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but then at the, that night, she g also gave us food to our souls, which Amazing. are stories, right? Mm -hmm. And so stories help a lot. I'm very happy to be here and be part of it, be part of the International School of Storytelling. And that <laughs> speaks um, about the importance of storytelling. Now, I was actually going to ask you about the importance of storytelling and uh, why do you think storytelling is important? I think every one of us knows mm -hmm. deep down inside, we do know that storytelling is important because yeah. we learn something from it. But mm -hmm. can you tell us more about the value of storytelling? Sure. Um, one of the things is that uh, now kids have a lot of access to TV and screens in mm -hmm. general, right? Yeah. So everything is ready. The images are, are there. Mm -hmm. you, you don't have to think. Mm -hmm. It's all there. But then uh, when we listen to a story, we use our, uh, th this fantastic tool <laughs> called mm -hmm. imagination. And yeah. we start seeing things that are not there mm -hmm. they're there just if we see it. you visualize yes them. yes and that's why uh in the beginning sometimes i start with this you can see the listeners can't see what i'm doing with my hands mm -hmm. but they can imagine look at this noise uh -huh. i'm trapped uh, here and you're trying to knock on on the door maybe on a door because you have uh, such eyes of imagination you already see the door mm -hmm. but i was trying to represent another thing that separate us you see what is that mm. um a glass wall yeah 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 can be a glass wall or mm -hmm. can be only a wall could be a wall yeah room. your yeah. your so your adult uh, brain <laughs> is saying it's glass because you can see through it because i feel like when you think yeah. of uh, for example i'm thinking of when a marvel tv show and somebody was put inside a prison and it was a glass a glass wall so they were like banging and trying to get <laughs> out of the prison that i remember it was made of exactly glass. Yeah. and the prison today are the screens you know mm. you're like trapped we can't uh, hold uh, we can't uh, be away from cell phones uh, mm -hmm. and then we say oh I don't understand my kid doesn't read mm -hmm. and then hold on have you been reading before <laughs> have you been reading lately <laughs> <laughs> <I don't think laughs> <Okay. so. laughs> your kid read if you don't 
And then, so that's the importance of storytelling. The first thing we are teaching kids how to use their own imagination. And mm -hmm. when they learn that, they can be alone mm -hmm. and totally okay. I love traveling alone. I was in Corfacan. Uh, speaking about the international school of mm -hmm. storytelling and it was amazing like I was waiting for the driver for a while but mm -hmm. no problem because I had a book in my hands and I got imagination yeah. so right Sarah <laughs> so you didn't feel the time basically because you were you were you were in your own world oh we can yeah say. that's the other magical thing about stories in Portuguese we say era uma vez I know in, in Arabic you guys say something like Kanye yes. oh, yes. <laughs> Okay, so it's once like, upon a time. Yeah, so once upon a time, uh, it's a time beyond time, right? Uh, it compresses time or it can enlarge time. Mm -hmm. What a fantastic thing to do, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we have magical powers when we tell stories. We can learn uh, mathematics, science, we mm -hmm. can learn everything because we have imagination. We have everything starts with the language mm -hmm. and with imagination. And pay attention, I'm speaking here a second language. Mm -hmm. Portuguese is my first language. You guys probably are speaking your second, third or whatever <laughs> language. Uh, but the main thing about communication and stories is not to say the correct grammatical things. Mm -hmm. It's about understanding each other and stories make us feel the feelings of others mm -hmm. like sometimes we see a witch or the the the, the character half yes. <laughs> half, <laughs> half human half woman half donkey <laughs> oh my god that scared mm -hmm. me but maybe she was also scared about these little humans mm -hmm. entering the forest or entering the desert Could be. Yeah, that took my imagination it, somewhere it, else definitely it, yeah, yes i learned uh, dr abdulaziz he researched a lot of myths so he introduced me to this headless camel oh my god if i'm alone in the desert and wow you'd be scared camel, <laughs> yeah, I'd be terrified. but imagine this headless camel seeing a guy with uh, no proper <laughs> clothes for the desert you know <laughs> no proper skin everything wrong no, the, the, the camel is gonna get scared another perspective basically yeah mm -hmm. and that That's was the first the first uh, story the kids here asked me to tell i i asked them would you like to hear a story? And I can ask the listener. Can I ask the listener if they want to hear a story? You know what? Not even the listeners. We want to hear. We a want story. to hear ah, a story. Yeah. Really so bad. So you are good listeners. Yes, <laughs> we're very good listeners. Uh, but the kids here, they ask, um, "Can you tell us a story?" I say, "Yes." What kind of stories would you like? Do you know what they say? What? Yes. And it. No, it was not hag. I, I just wrote that down, but I I, I miss hag. Hagilela. It was not hagilela. It was the first day of Heritage Days, mm -hmm. and they asked for a scary story. Oh my! Wow. They're they're a very dear favorite. Definitely. <laughs> very dear. Are you brave enough to hear? Yes, yes absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just tell you that uh, uh, many of the stories that I tell, mm -hmm. they're true. Okay. okay. Don't laugh. Okay, they, no, yeah. no laughing. <laughs> they're true. I believe. And uh, <laughs> my grandpa told me, and my grandpa, uh, he lived very close to a cemetery. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I asked the kids, do you guys know? what a cemetery means because if they don't know they, all the story would be lost mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and one of them raised his hand and <laughs> this kid said 
I know it's where the dead people live. Oh my! <laughs> the irony, <laughs> the effect, the effect. <laughs> I love the, the irony. Uh, yeah, and one could tell, hey kid, no, it's wrong. You didn't understand. <laughs> and that would maybe it would be in a school, mm -hmm. but not in the international school of storytelling <laughs> where every voice can be heard. So uh, I told, yeah, you're totally right. That's an interesting point of view uh, of defining it. Uh, did, do you guys understand? And we start the story of my grandpa because he was a brave man. He was only afraid of one thing, walking alone at the cemetery. Alone, okay. completely alone. Okay. Yeah, but all the other things, he was uh, okay with that. But mm -hmm. one day, he was crossing the cemetery to get to his home, mm -hmm. and then he saw a voto. You don't know what a voto is, because it's not an English word, it's mm -hmm. a Brazilian word. Yeah. A voto is a kind of a shadow just behind him. Do you know when you have that feeling? That something is lurking behind yeah. your back. Yes. Yes. Oh, Someone. Why? Yes. Or something. Something. <laughs> okay. And uh, that was exactly the feeling um, of my grandpa. And then he was walking a little bit faster. He tried to go this way and that way. And when he looked, the photo was closer. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. If you were there, what would you do? I would probably faint. I would run. <laughs> <laughs> I would run. <laughs> oh, come on. I just told my grandpa was a brave man. He was only afraid of walking alone. He didn't run. He didn't faint. Then? He was walking a little bit faster <laughs> and hoping the voto would disappear and turn this turn that and but then when he look oh my god the voto was even near oh my goodness uh-huh and here and here and that part it's very fast but i'm making a slow motion so you can't miss anything mm. the voodoo was so close oh so close so close and then I, that's the part when you guys stop the music mm -hmm. and everything is quiet and then this voodoo came very, very, very close. So close that ah, the music continues and it was only a man. <laughs> it oh was only my. a man. But hold on, hold on. Hold on. Um, this man had old fashioned clothes. Uh oh. Uh oh, mm. yeah. You know, very, very old. old Maybe, clothes. yeah, you know. Not not those those traditional clothes which mm. are always uh, new. <laughs> they are old, yeah. but they are new. You know, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean. You mean someone yeah. who came from a different era or a time? Uh, probably. I don't know. What I know is that his uh, skin was a little bit pale, and uh -oh. my grandpa uh, told him, "You know, uh, sir, excuse me. It's good that you are here." Um, walking along with me because oh. I have to confess 
I am afraid of one thing. Walking alone at the cemetery. And the man said, really? Oh my. Because I used to be afraid when I was alive. And then oh my grandma my You're a very controlled woman, that's the good thing. <laughs> if you were in Brazil, they were hitting the head and the <laughs> sail or something. To be honest, I was hoping that your grandfather and the ghost would make friends because he is scared <laughs> of walking alone. Now he's not alone anymore. Exactly. Technically, he's not alone. Oh my God, probably he was and that's why he knew such a stories like this that mm -hmm. make us you know, you a know little get bit, scared uh, a bit. The and now now, now i can tell why mr fabio is a great storyteller he is he I, I honestly got goosebumps while you were talking <laughs> <laughs> truly it's like very magical listening to you your voice is magical and we truly get engrossed into the story fully and to be honest usually what we end up doing is because we have we have one guest or well i was gonna say one and a half guest but usually when we have one guest, we talk to them for 20 minutes. But honestly, you guys have been exciting. Unfortunately, we need to cut off for a little bit. Oh. And we'll have you back. We need to continue with more stories with Fabio and course, with yeah. Sara. So coming up next is the Adan, some more Brazilian music. And then we're going to come back to wrap it up and also talk more about storytelling right here on Pulse95. Pulse95 Pulse live from Sharjah Heritage Days in the heart of Sharjah. Now here's the thing, it's not like that every single guest we've ever had in the four years that Pulse95 has been operating hasn't been incredibly exciting, but they have been. But right now we've got Sara Ali and Fabio who are from the International School of Storytelling and Oral Arts right here from Sharjah. And we're like, you know what? We're gonna have you for the entire hour segment because we need to learn more about storytelling to the extent that I think Alia is gonna be half presenter, half storyteller. Because <laughs> Mr. Fabio definitely <laughs> enticed me to do it. Definitely. I would love to be a storyteller. And um, I would like that, that Mr. Fabio assess me and see if I'm good enough or Ooh, not. Let's see. Oh, of course. A job you, interview right now. Mm -hmm. you know, a job no. interview, definitely. <laughs> Storyteller interview. She's engaged in the International School of Storytelling. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> I, I just, uh, let's see, let's see. Okay, okay. I'll go. give her a shot now. I'll be reading a story from Three Minutes Tales by Margaret Rick. Margaret Reed MacDonald. Yeah, she has Reed even in her own surname, <laughs> you see? Uh, oh, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> nice. And she's a lovely lady. It I, was meant I, to I be. met her. She's also a storyteller and an author. All right. Okay, so let me give it a shot. So the story is <laughs> called Ganesha Around the World, a legend from India. Okay, let's start. Ganesha was a sweet child, even though he had the head of an elephant and a fat, fat little body. His mother, Pavati, adored him. One day, Ganesha and his brother, Shamukha, were fighting over a peach. Their parents, Shiva and, pa Shiva and Parvati, were annoyed with the boys. Their father, Shiva, said, Why don't we solve this with a contest? You two boys can race around the world. Whoever gets back first may have the peach. The brothers thought this was a great idea. Shamukha climbed onto his steed which was a magnificent peacock. Ganesha climbed upon his steed, which was a tiny mouse. Mythology is strange sometimes, 
but that's the way it was. Am I good enough or should I keep Goodness, going? Goodness, you are. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Mm. Really okay, I can I keep going. Imagine an elephant in the mouse <laughs> doing a ride. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> mythology is strange sometimes, but that's the way it was. Parvati watched her sons and smiled. Shiva gave the signal to start. Shamukha flew off on his peacock, raising a cloud of dust and disappearing in an instant. Off he was on his amazingly fast flight around the world. Ganesha looked up. Ganesha looked at up at his parents and smiled. Then he slowly rode his little mouse around his parents seven times. Then he bowed to them and put out his hand for the peach. What? Ganesha, you haven't even begun your journey yet, laughed Bhavati. But Ganesha bowed again. Mother and father, you are the whole world. You are the mother and father of the universe. This was true. And you are the whole world to me. I just walked around you. Thus I have walked around the whole world. Pavati and Shiva laughed. Son, you are wise. Yes, the peach is yours. And when a bedraggled Shamukha came flying in, he had to laugh too at the wisdom of his brother. Anyway, he had lost the argument, but just had a really great flight around the world. Wow. The end. <laughs> Thank you so much. You Thank see, you so much. That's I'm the proof. I am just I just got emotional here because you told it so well and yeah, I remember my so own much. mom. Yeah. I've yes, been telling stories. I've been reading it very nervously so I, I don't know if no, I've done much so of a good job because you read with your heart. Yeah. But that thank you so much and that's that's what's making it too exciting for people to come over to Sharjah Heritage Days Absolutely. and probably become storytellers themselves. Absolutely. You spoke said that there are many workshops and activities happening the entire time with storytelling. And um, Fabio, you actually were showing us some cards right here, just kind of what I believe sort of as, uh, helping kids, assisting them with their imagination. Oh yeah, and, and that was another uh, touchy moment. Uh, I have to tell the listeners that uh, while we are here off. Um, Aisha got also <laughs> emotional because she remembered the same story I told, the normal turnip. Probably mm -hmm. you heard it, you guys heard it. Uh, the story about uh, sometimes it's a turnip, sometimes it's a beetroot. I taught them, uh, kids here at the International School of Storytelling, I taught them the Brazilian word, beterraba, and they, uh, they were having a lot of fun to say beterraba. Okay, we got the beterraba, beterraba, <laughs> the beetroot. And a lot of kids on the stage, they were there choosing their parts, and then we also uh, use those little cards, and some of them choose to be wizards wow. as you can see so mm -hmm. when they got there they used their power their magical power to try to pull but it was too big too big and one holding the other the grandpa the grandma the the kids uh, and then a wolf came to help yes wolves can wow. help they are mm -hmm. not only bad uh, big bad wolves and the old woman the fairy and they were teaching me also about uh characters for example this one centauro the the one oh how human have towers yes have towers it can yes. be <laughs> so this is in your imagination yes. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't um, um it's not the this is the centauro 
Martigaila was half donkey. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. so Tara means yeah. horse in Brazilian? Tara means horse. Mm, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, it's in the, the Latin words, uh, Taurus. Mm -hmm. Taurus means touro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. but... Um, a centaur. A, a centaur. A centaur, which is from Greek mythology, which is uh, half human and then mm -hmm. half horse as well. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. But, but Aisha didn't remember her part because she told me <laughs> she, she was in a play. Tell us about it. Yeah, so when I was, I believe, in maybe when I was seven years old, eight years old, but I was in primary school, we also did every week a class would do some sort of a play in front of the entire class. And we did the enormous turnip. And I know I wasn't the old man or the farmer, the old man or the old woman, the farmers. I wasn't them, but I was one of, I think I was one of the animals. I'm not sure which animal <laughs> I was, but I was one of them. And we pulled out the turnip eventually. You After all, all of us got together, the farmer, <laughs> his wife, the fox, and all these and kids they pulled out the turnip. And they also uh, say a magical word, which is, Please help! <laughs> yes, 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 I remember help. that. Yeah. And so everybody together in this uh, thread, you know, mm -hmm. it's like a thread. Yeah. Like uh, I've seen uh, uh, women working with the heritage, mm -hmm. doing uh, the threads and uh, making beautiful cloths, uh, mm -hmm. sometimes beautiful baskets and mm -hmm. this and that. And that's everything to do with the text, mm -hmm. textile. Mm -hmm. So this, the, 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 the stories are the infinite thread of human treasure and we share it. That's why you all of a sudden remember your childhood <laughs> and you got emotional. I got emotional too because I remember my mother when you were telling the story. And even mothers, they, they come here all of a sudden in the <laughs> studio, you know, when you tell stories about moms, they magically yeah. appear. <laughs> and that's exactly what a kid in the International School of Storytelling told me. When you were in trouble, Call mom. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely, absolutely right. <laughs> yes, and the funny thing is, when um, a couple of days ago, my mom's would be my mom's great nephew, so he would be my uncle's grandchild. So he was here, and he is around three years old. And my mom was sitting next to him, and she was telling him stories. And something, like you said, clicked in my brain. And I started remembering when she used to do the same thing to me. Because now, as somebody who's 28 years old, I completely forgot this happening to my life. But when I saw her, I was like, wait a second. I remember her when she used to tell me stories like that as well. So there's like this, like you mentioned, it's this beautiful thing within you. It ignites it. It reminds you of something beautiful. and allows your imagination to go wild as well, especially before you go to sleep. And you have wild dreams about them as well. Honestly, this is so much fun. You Thank you, Fabio. Thank you, Sara, for introducing us to the world of storytelling. Thank you, my Simon. My pleasure. My pleasure. Shukran. <laughs> we would love to see um, our amazing presenter, Alia, venture into the world of storytelling. Absolutely. So she would be um, presenter, news reporter, slash storyteller. Mm -hmm. That is another title to so add. So anytime you want to talk to me, you need to book an appointment. Book From an now on. From now on. She's becoming a famous storyteller watch out world Dahlia is coming from you and I'd <laughs> love to come back I just have to go back to Brazil in two days because no. I am also to become a father 
fortunately, yeah. <laughs> and tell many stories. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell us that a boy or a girl? <laughs> yes, it is a boy. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's still a long way is to go. Uh, 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 eight months to go, but that's <laughs> another story yeah. for another day. He has, he's on his own journey right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations, so Pablo, much. and thank you so much, Sara, for joining us. Thank and you. This was such a fun experience. Absolutely. Likewise here, and we cannot wait to see what else comes out out of your institute. And with that, we unfortunately have to wrap up because with every story, everything comes to an end as well. And we're wrapping up here at Pulse95. Coming up next, we do have the evening buzz, so stick around with Mikhail Atiyah. As for Ali and I, we're going to be back tomorrow from 7 to 8 p.m., keeping you company throughout the entirety of the Sharjah Heritage Days, which means that we will be here until the 21st. Come check out the various activities. Come check out what is happening with your kids, yourself, no matter what age you are. So once again, stick around and stay around to none other than Pulse 95.